You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello, Piston fans, NBA fans. It's another edition of Restore the Floor with the great one, Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney. Have a good New Year, Evan. Everything good? I had a great New Year. I actually thought you were going to go all Mason for the great state of Michigan. <laughs> uh, not yet. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Glad uh, everybody's been uh, doing great watching some uh, interesting Piston basketball as they had the four-game road trip so far. We have Game 5 on Friday, which is when we're actually dropping this podcast. Now, let's look back at the other four, and there's a theme here to a certain extent. They opened up going on the road to Chicago and lose 132-118. to 118. Then they play New Year's Eve against Minnesota, and they win 116-104. Good win. Then they play Portland uh, in Portland, and uh, their good buddy Jeremy Grant shows up and really plays well, and they lose 135-106. And then the thriller against Golden State, one that they win on the uh, the Bay buzzer beater, 122-119. to 119. Gee, what have we been saying all year long? When they give up 120 points, they lose. Yep. Four games, the two games that they gave up over 120, they lost. The two games that they gave up under 120, they win. Yeah, and I, I also get that this is a different NBA where teams are yes. scoring a lot of points. Well, absolutely. But we'll, I'm going to get into that later. still got to be able to stop somebody at some point. Yes. And I guess that's the main progression that I want to see with the rest of this season is that they can learn defense, mm-hmm. right? And most notably the pick and roll, since that is what is in everybody's repertoire in the NBA. Correct. And if you can't guard that, I'm sorry, it's going to be a long year every single year. And but you see him go against the shorthanded Warriors team, but it's on the road. I mean, Clay Thompson's still out there. Jordan Poole, Draymond was out there right. for a little bit before he got tossed. Yes, they don't have Curry, but look, let's be honest, the Pistons don't have arguably their Cade. best player either, and Bagley too. Yeah, and. You almost got to feel bad. I was thinking about this this morning about feeling bad about for Marvin Bagley, yeah. right? And the reason that I would is imagine being six foot eleven, having all the talent in the world. You're in the NBA, and it doesn't matter what year it is, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, and miss time. And it's not your fault. I mean, broken fingers. It's not something that you can. No, you know. that's a freak thing, right? I mean, uh, ball jams it or however he did it. Yeah, but it's just. You feel bad for people like that. It's kind of like Greg Oden, right? Like, you really rooted for the guy, but his body wouldn't keep up with Correct. Him. Or Brandon Roy. Like, that's a guy that you watched early on. You're like, he's legit. His knees didn't cooperate. But it seems like Marvin Bagley, it does, it's not just the knees. It's It just seems to be something after another. I know. Some people are just injury prone. And it's sometimes, you know, more in the NFL, guys get, you know, knocked for it. Um, but it's not their fault, especially these type of injuries. No, and being seven foot is something obviously you and I can't relate to. No. But their bodies take a lot more strain than the average person. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so that's ne- that's negative. The fact that you know Bagley is done for probably about six weeks. But it could be a positive. Yeah, Duran, he gets a lot more playing well, time. Yeah, now. Well, yeah. Get look. Let's talk about him. You're right. The other night, he set an NBA record. It's crazy. The youngest player in NBA history to have 18 or more points, 11 or more rebounds, and shooting 8 for 8 or better percentage. 
You can't shoot a better percentage, but you know what no, I'm saying. No, and they're probably all within five feet. You know what I mean? Like where he should be playing. Exactly. And, and he's he's learning. He's so young. He is. And, and he's raw still. Yeah. But you see that raw potential at the same time. Right. And the the willingness to learn. And like I said, in a day and age where the three-pointer is hotter than the dunk, a lot of players want to stretch themselves out. Right. I mean, even look at Isaiah Stewart, who wanted to stretch out his game and – it's actually I don't made think that's something he's better. ever going to try to do. No, Duran, no. And you know what? I had a friend of mine want to know, what's up with the Pistons? I see they lose all the time. He goes, I know you had, you know, you had Ivy and, and, and Duran. What, what do you think? I said, to be quite honest with you, and I granted it's a very small sample size, I think Duran has a chance of being more of a star than Ivy. And that's, look, based on a very small sample size. And granted, the NBA is not primed for players like him so much. But he just at least he does so much. He runs down the floor. He defends. He does everything except you know shoot from the outside. He has potential to be that dude here in Detroit. That's a one that you're going to see his jersey all over LCA more so than Ivy and K. Right. Only because of the highlight stuff that we're going to see. The consistency. The the the. Hard nose mentality, which you know Detroiters love. They love a guy that's going to get dirty and and block shots. I mean, look at Ben Wallace. You know what I mean? A guy. Well, that- like, yeah, you're right. But here's another guy that you might want to make the comparison to, who was popular when he started here, and that's Drummond. Sure, but I think he has a lot more potential and a lot better in between the years yes. than Andre Drummond. I compare him, and listen, this is very lofty expectations to a young Dwight Howard. Yes, that's what, big body. Mm-hmm. Not not as tall, not as wide. Like Dwight Howard may have had the widest base I've ever seen on a human, but that's what he reminds me of. Not not that dynamic because Dwight Howard, when he was with the Orlando Magic, you could argue he was the MVP year oh, yeah. year out with what he was doing. But I think he has that type of body frame, and I think he has that type of game and that type of mentality to realize, hey, this is where I'm going to make my money. And as far as Ivy goes, he's still averaging what close to fourteen point nine points a game. He's just not shooting the ball really well. well, We knew that. We knew that, and we knew there were times. And and Dwayne Casey's talked about it. A little under out of control sometimes. And fine, but on a team like this, learn. He's still so freaking fast. I've always said the best way to learn is to make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. If you keep making the same mistake, then it's a problem. But he he's learning, and he's coming. If dude, if he gets a jump shot, Mm -hmm. look out. Uh, positive, positive stuff. The killer bees of the bench. Yeah. Bay, who's starting to get it. You know, obviously everybody talks about the shot that he hit the other night, which is great. But I mean, in his last five, six games, he's gone 13, 28, 10, 13, 9, 17. So he's starting to get consistent. But the other guy coming off the bench is Alec Burks. Crazy, right? And I don't want to say that if he was healthy at the beginning of the season, they might have a few more wins. But they might have a few more wins. His <laughs> last six games, 14, 32, 19, 13, 19, and 15. He's shooting 46% uh, percent from the field for the season and 45% from three for the season. He is. You can light it up, he's man. He's a really good shooter. Look, chances are he'll probably be dealt at the deadline. I know I saw something the other day where Cleveland's going to be very interested in him and Bogdanovich. Obviously, you have to pay more for Bogdanovich because they have him under contract for another year. Yeah, and Will Birchfield wrote a story. I believe that the Pistons are looking for like a lottery-type pick for uh, Bogdanovich. And, and so be it. Go yeah. for it. Because you can get it 
from a team that's kind of teetering between 14 to 20 or maybe it's a future first rounder. Right. You know what I mean? That's protected and all that crap. But he's a valuable asset, but he might be more valuable to you trading to another team for the future. Right. Right. Because what, what was it, a two-year extension that he yeah. signed? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's a long-term no. plan here. No. He's not exactly getting younger. Right, and as what David Aldridge told us, they made they signed him the extension so they could trade him with, for more than a rental. Which makes way more attractive to a team to give up yes. that lottery pick. And a team like, you know, I know people, oh, you don't want to trade in your own division, but the Pistons are so far away from competing with Cleveland right now that if you can get a, a really, if you can get good return, you make the trade. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, <laughs> We've talked about Donovan Mitchell a few times on this podcast. Oh, yes. I get to him uh, coming up shortly. Uh, but the, the return I read it starts with Karis Levert's expiring contract. Not a bad player. No, I he's a good player. That. And then they, you know, and he's done. So then you have more of that money to spend. I got no problem with it because right now, I hate to say it, but it, what did I say? Brick for Vic or something? Like yeah. That, that people were saying. Well, give a hoot for Scoot. Yeah. Well, you see the dunk he had the other Oh, night? my goodness. Did you see? They, there was a photo of this kid. Right. He's, what, 18, 19 years old. And I mean, this kid looks like he can play in the NBA right here, right now. I know. And he's, he, he's electric. And he's got so, a great personality. Listen, but so here, here's we're what halfway, would conflict we're, me with that. Is that we have to play small ball then if the Pistons were to get him at two? Yes. Right? I mean, that is what the NBA is, is small ball more so than anything else. But the kid's electric, man. Mm. I just don't know what that does with Cade and Ivy and everything in between. But I mean, we're still far away away from it. But watch Scoot Henderson. He yes. is fun to watch. And I saw a mock draft yesterday. Of the, okay, so, so who's the third pick? It's one of these twins who also play in in the G League. Uh, Amen, John. I think his last name is Johnson. Isn't that crazy yeah. that college doesn't have the kids right now? No. And you know what? Not to digress. You see that when you watch college basketball. There's a lot of bad college basketball out there. It's oh, still at, exciting, but it's it's still, exciting, but it's not. There isn't that kid that you need to watch this no. year. Like I like watching um, uh, Duke. I like number three. I for, don't even. His name is escaping me, but I like watching him a little bit. Obviously. You know, I like watching the local teams here, but right. there's not that electric kid, and it's it's just weird. I mean, even you look, even look at Kentucky, right? The reigning national player of the year, right. their big man. What role is he going to have in the NBA? Not much. You know, he's a, Be a, tough, a late first-round guy. Yes, exactly. And, you know, we saw him play interesting against both Michigan and Michigan right. State this year. I mean, he's a great player. He's great a college great player. college player. Yeah. But what does he translate to? Because it seems like all the NBA is looking for right now is a guy between 6'4 and 6'8 that can stretch the floor, can shoot, and is super athletic. I know I'm not breaking news by saying that NBA teams are looking for players that can shoot and be athletic, but that's what it is now. It's your seven-footer. He better be able to drive and do everything in between. All right, so the Pistons, as you said, with with their wonderful record of – 11 and 30. Not bad. That's 41 games. Halfway through? The halfway mark. Oh, should we be disappointed, encouraged, what we th- thought, or is everything just have a giant asterisk because of Cade? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think you should be disappointed as a Pistons fan, first off. Yeah. Um, this season had a lot of hope just from the progression of Cade Cunningham from one year to the next, um, the addition of Ivy. Uh, you wanted to see the maturation of just uh, Bay and Hayes. And and you look at it, and you mentioned Bay lately has been playing better, but he is what he is at this point, I feel. Right. I don't know. I think he may have hit his peak, which – doesn't necessarily say he's a bad player. No, or he's a good like bench that. player, which they have him in that role. Correct. But and yet hey, again, there's three first round picks there that are probably bench players. Correct. Well, I'll I'll, I'll say this On a being good being team? positive, being Mister Positive here. Um, Killian and Stewart at least have gotten better. Yes, Bay pretty much has stagnated. But. It, Okay, so you look at Bay had a more complete college career right. than either of them. Isaiah well, Stewart was a huge recruit that went to Washington. Right. Played one year. Kelly never s- went to college. Yes. And he was, what, 19, 18 years right. old when they drafted him? So uh, there is room for improvement there, but Bay is what he is. He's a shooter that's very, very streaky, right? Yes. But he can create his own shot. He can get it yes. and everything. And that's what makes me worry. But... It's the NBA, so you don't know how players are going to translate one year to the next. And and he's part of their bench, and him and him and Burks. It has to be disappointing because they didn't get any better. Yeah. Like, none at all. Right. Their free agent signings were okay. I mean, the trade for Bogdanovich is the one redeeming factor here, right. isn't it? I mean, and the way that Duren's playing. Right, and the trade for getting Burks, too. I mean, that was, yeah. you know, because that was probably involved in the whole Kemba Walker uh, getting the p- – the, Who also to, is playing okay, by the way? <laughs> Kemba. Oh yeah, it's a piston legend, just like Bull Bull. Their right. time here, man. Well, you know, if, if they had to do the Kemba thing so they could get the draft pick to take Duran. So absolutely, it was you had to. De- I, def- definitely worth it. But would you say it's disappointing? Yes, it's definitely disappointing. Now, my expectations weren't as high as you know the over under number in in Las Vegas, which was what twenty seven wins, something I mean, like it's that. Not that crazy? I, no, I thought still fourteen games below below five hundred. Right. Well, they still have to. What was the stat you said today that they haven't lost like 60 games or something like that? Oh, yeah. And out of all how bad they've been, they haven't lost 60. There was right. one year they went 59 losses. Right. Well, part of that was because of COVID years. They, they'll sure. Okay. Shut down. But, yes. Um, it's just I don't know where we go from here. Like I said, when we started, yeah. you hope that the defense gets better. Right? Yep. Well, the next up uh, is San Antonio, and look. The battle um, for the worst. Well, this is, you know, it's like somebody said, well, are you mad that they beat Golden State? No, that was a good win. That was fun. You're going to get wins. You're not going to go over for the rest I, of. Right. You're halfway through the season. You don't want to start talking about tanking this early. No. But if there's a game, if there are games that you, you know, wink, wink, don't mind them losing. It's this one. It's tonight. Uh, Friday night against San Antonio Spurs, who are struggling right now as well. They are uh what, 12 and 26? They haven't played as many games as the Pistons. 
Uh, Keldon Johnson's been really, really good for them. Pretty crazy. I yes. didn't think out of Kentucky he was going to be that good. But no, boy, he is. But they have a big injury too. Vassal. He, I mean, he's he's hurt. He's yeah. and he's out now with a knee injury. Trey Jones has played pretty well. They got the Josh Richardson, who's been around the league about eight thousand times. Yeah, but they, uh, they they're okay. And they traditionally have, don't play that well in San Antonio as it is. Didn't oh, they go like years and years and years without a win there? Oh, the Pistons. Yeah, yeah like well, Utah used to be. Was, yeah, Utah was was, was the big <laughs> one. So you know, this is a game that you know, if you look in the me- a measuring stick game, you know, this is a team that's is probably on paper worse than you guys. I guess, and you know what else kind of sucks is like most sports when your team is underachieving, you're like, play the young guys. <laughs> We're already playing the young guys. Like, Are we going to see more of Nerland's Noel now? <laughs> weird spot still. That is still weird to me. I know. Uh, so after San Antonio, it's a back-to-back with uh, the process, <laughs> with the Sixers. Still damn good. Embiid has been playing out of his he's been, mind. He's been, he's been playing great now. Will, will he play both will games? He play both think? games? Yeah, that's the question. Maybe not. Sunday's um, going to be cool here in Detroit, though, at 3 o'clock, and then you got everything going on at night with the Lions. Oh, so yeah. It's a good day to watch TV, at oh, least. Oh, absolutely. Or, or go down and, like I said, this is Embiid is a guy that you should go see in person. Yes. He's huge. And then you're like, oh, my God, a big dude can play like that. Yeah. The problem is if you watch Embiid, it means you also have to watch Harden, who is, forget, even when he's at his best, mm-hmm. when he was in Houston, He's just the worst watch. You know, his he, first game with the Rockets was here at uh, the Palace. Oh, really? Yeah. That, he, that year they opened up against the Rockets. I think he's, he dropped like 40 that night. He's just so – he's amazing, but he's he's not a good watch because he's a boring. Weird dude. Yeah, because he'll just sit there and dribble in between his legs for 15 seconds and then just jack up a three. Yes. Now, are they going to have enough time for him to spend time on 8 Mile? Why? He, he loves strip clubs, as you know. Oh, he is. Yeah. And, and weed's legal now, too. In, That's true. In the NBA. Yes. Have a ball. Absolutely. Welcome to Detroit. Right. Well, we, to get to see Tobias Harris again. Oh, Piston legend Tobias Harris. Ex- exactly. Still a nice player. He really he is. is. And, and Ma- a good dude. And Maxie's back. So they're starting to get their like, stuff yeah, together. There's another dude out of Kentucky that you were like, is he going to be good? And what did he go, like 15, 16, 17 yeah. in the draft? And mm-hmm. He's one hell of a player, man. He's quick. He, he's a lot like Ivy, if you think about it. A little right. bit shorter, but better boy, shot. They they have oh, very streaky, but yes. very similar game. All right. Um, I want to mention something that's going around the NBA right now, and it's kind of since Christmas, we've had guys just have unbelievable games. Okay, Garland forty six, LeBron forty seven, Embiid forty eight. Earlier this week, Laurie Markkinen. 49. Crazy. Um, 51 points from Luka. You had Clay Thompson with 54. Giannis, 55. 60 from Luka, and then 71 from Donovan Mitchell in overtime the other night. What's going on? These guys are just scoring like crazy. Three-point shot, except for like some of those guys, but it's a one-man show out there, man. If you get going on a night, go. It's entertainment, I right? Know. And that's what we love to watch, but you're but and you know what else it shows is that there's a lot of stars in the NBA right now. Yes, and it's it's exciting to watch because there's years past where you don't see it, where maybe it's only LeBron that does it, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing a handful of guys. I mean, seventy-one points. I I, I know it happened I know. in an overtime game, but still, holy crap! But Stony, you know how I, I doubt the Wilt game with the hundred and everything, mm-hmm. but I respect that photo right. holding up a piece of paper. Yeah. You score 71, don't hold up that piece no, of paper. No, 
I'm sorry. That that should only be held up if somebody uh, one oh one, or if you're making a joke uh, meme or something. A hundred like or what? Ninety nine. What? Seventy one is great. Yeah. But I remember David Robinson doing it. Kobe dropped eighty one. Right. You're not there. No. It, it, and I get what you're trying to do, but no, it you, doesn't fly. You have me. to respect the dipper. Right. He was the. Great. I mean, and I don't even believe that game happened. I've told you this. <laughs> I think it's a conspiracy, but I respect the photo. The photo is what makes it. It's like the old photo of Nolan Ryan where he's holding a baseball and he says 100 miles an hour yeah. on it, right? Mm -hmm. and you're like, holy crap. And, and But now everybody throws 100, so it's kind of a weird photo now that you go back and look at it other than the fact that it's black and white. Yeah. But it's just, man, respect that photo. Exactly, because you got to respect the legend, and he was, in my I mean, opinion, seventy one's incredible. Don't get me wrong. Greatest, what, what they greatest player of all time. I know uh, people, many people don't agree with that, but that's okay. I saw, I don't know, some Twitter account that was like, if you remove Jordan and LeBron, who's the best overall? And I'm like, it's Wilt. I mean, because he's up there. Even if you debate it, I guess the only other person I would put up there would be. No, I think it would be Magic Johnson. Because I, I don't necessarily think being tall and seven foot, even though Magic's what, 6'9", 6'10", yeah, well. is what you need. I mean, Kareem had all the points in the world, but Magic changed the game. And Magic, but, but I guess Magic couldn't really score like right. others could. His jump shot was ugly. I know. For Wilt, they changed the rules, basically. They, no, they told you. I mean, he was Tiger Woods, if you think about yes. it. Yes. You had they changed, to change the they game. They changed the lane, all that, all that kind of stuff. But it's Wilt. Yes. And I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, go go look at the dude's stats. I know it's ridiculous. And, and, everybody, I, and everybody says, "Well, he didn't get six foot eight white guys." No, he didn't. I, he actually <laughs> didn't. You know, there was a guy named Bill Russell. Yeah. There's Nate Thurman. There were a lot of big guys that he played against. The game, look, it's it's so hard to compare eras. So yeah, that's why I hate getting this conversation. Also, but, by the way, so I want to show you something real quick. Um, we might take a look. And I know this is a basketball podcast, but. Based on what you were just saying with different game and everything, I want to show you this video. Oh, tell me I kept it. Please, please, please. It's of an old baseball player. And I've, I've told you that I'm big on conspiracies. This will be have good payoff because we can tell people where to go see this video on Twitter. Watch this video from Baseball History Nut. It's at Nut History, right? Okay. Of one Mr. Babe Ruth, and you tell me this guy's hit all those home runs. Watch him swing that bat. <laughs> oh, I know. That's generating power to get a baseball over the fence. But it looks like it's when he was not even in his It looks like he was. I don't know old, when he was in his prime. No, I think he, I think it was when he was old and retired because everybody else is wearing a uniform and he's just sitting there, yeah, whatever. I don't know, but watch that. I'm I like, know. Wait, this is the greatest baseball player of all time. <laughs> uh, my God. Right? Yeah. You, you know why Babe Ruth is also. Well, what. I could people consider him the greatest player of all time because he was a damn good pitcher too. Oh no, I get it, but I'm like I know. watching these hacks. One of them, he like hurts his hand. Right, <laughs> he was he was Otani for a little bit, and then he decided just to concentrate on hitting. I'm sorry, it just goes on to my conspiracies with baseball. After watching that, I do not believe he compiled those stats. <laughs> 714 <laughs> home runs, a mirage. Yes. All right, uh, enjoy the podcast. You can always tell your friends. Please download, listen uh, another episode of Restore the. Floor. Uh, comes out next week. Thanks a lot. Have a wonderful week.